AI expert view, I will be in discussion with our Chief Product Officer, Eamon Kloon. Eamon will highlight the pain points that clients often face using traditional VAT compliance workflow. Global tax authorities are digitalizing, which means businesses need to adapt accordingly to stay compliant with tax rules and requirements. If your business is looking at potential benefits of automation, this is absolutely the talk for you. Hello and welcome to TBI Expert View, our detailed discussions on the ever-evolving world of VAT compliance. My name is Nora Duggan, Chief Marketing Officer, and I'm joined in studio by Eamon Kloon, our Chief Product Officer. We will be discussing exactly that, the evolving changes that are happening within VAT compliance, Tax authorities are digitalizing and indeed they are posing many challenges for businesses. Now, before we kick off our discussions, I'd love, Eamon, if you could give our listeners an overview of your career within TBI. Absolutely. Um, so uh, I've been in TBI for 15 years. Um, my role in tax and TBI is uh, Chief Product Officer. Um, and really what that involves is it involves listening, listening uh, and talking to clients just to understand really what is important to them to, to listen and understand the industry and to see about future changes that are happening within the industry. So it's, it's, a, it's a lot of listening, understanding markets and market changes and really to bring that those requirements back in house. Um, and then uh, I work very, very closely with our technology and product teams to uh, to implement solutions that really uh, meet those those current and future requirements going forward. Sounds like a really interesting role. No, I love it. It's uh, yeah. I, I'm, and busy. I, I'm big into technology, big into yeah. automation, and so it's it's really the, the fusion of those two things. Great. So I think it'd be uh, good if we started literally right at the top. What are the changes that are happening in industry, and why are tax authorities digitalizing all over the world? Uh, that's a, a great question. You know, and um, like the the changes that are happening now within the tax environment these are really really significant changes you know and uh, people may not uh, appreciate it but the changes are significant and they're happening quickly and the combination of those two mm. things it just it's it makes it difficult for for businesses who want to who need to uh, uh, to meet those those uh, those requirements um, but to go back to your question of, of why yeah. they're why they're changing you know it's the tax offices like any other government department are being um, tasked with doing more with less, mm. you know, um, and so so really, what they're looking to do, what they are doing, is they're leveraging technology to drive automation within the process, you know, and so so that's effectively what the digitalization is is all about. But in addition to driving efficiencies, it's also about the, the VAT gap. Mm -hmm. uh, the VAT gap is the the difference between uh, received revenue, uh, received VAT, and uh, expected or uh, anticipated VAT. Um, collections and so uh, that gap of of, um, of lost VAT revenues is significant and so the tax offices want to use technology to really drive down that gap to uh, to eliminate fraud eliminate tax evasion okay and is there a value on this um, VAT gap mm -hmm. absolutely it's uh, I believe in 2018 okay uh, they quantified it as being 140 billion euro that's just in Goodness. Europe alone, so yeah. it's it's, it's so a it's massive. It's not insignificant. Yeah, yeah, and so really, the tax officers are driving um, this change to really eliminate tax uh, fraud and uh, an evasion by by harvesting automation. Really. Okay, okay. So, 
So with all of these changes that are happening from a digitalization perspective, that must have a huge impact on um, companies. So can you outline some of those um, challenges that they're facing? Yeah, so it's significant, significant changes. Um, and so like if you take real time reporting as yeah. an example, these types of changes really get to the heart of, of mm. businesses and really impacts their financial systems that, you know, it, it impacts data specifically. Mm. So if you think of a, a typical organization, they may have multiple different ERP systems. And so the data uh, is, is coming from these different systems. The data is maybe in different formats. And so the challenge is to be able to access the data, to be able to structure it in a, in a consistent way. And it's, it's a big, big challenge for clients, yeah. you know, uh, to be able to do that in a, in a real time basis is, is, is challenging, you know. Um, so companies understand that the rules are changing, that the environments are mm -hmm. changing. And so uh, in addition to managing the data, they also have to manage the knowledge and to be able to uh, acquire the, the right tax knowledge to be able to uh, keep up to date with, with these, these future changes. Um, fortunately, the OECD uh, implemented SAFT uh, mm -hmm. some years ago, and that's um, uh, went some way to produce a framework that helped companies to adhere to these new uh, changes. Unfortunately, the, the way in which it was implemented uh, meant that individual uh, companies were able to uh, take a national approach to it. Okay. So, so the level of, so in order for, for companies to comply, they need to have a, a country specific approach uh, to meeting these safety requirements. So it's uh, it's a little bit unfortunate that that kind of flexibility was left in there. Okay, so there's no uniform approach? No, it, it would be ideal if it was, you yeah, know, okay. but um, it's yeah, unfortunately not, yeah. you know, so. So it's a, it's a little bit of a minefield out there. Um, but it also strikes me, it must be very challenging for companies who are still dealing with the old traditional VAT compliance workflows. Absolutely. Um, so. A lot of companies, even today, are still heavily reliant on the use of Excel and, okay. and email. Yeah. You know, and maybe that was okay in the past. You mm -hmm. know, if you had a relatively small number of returns, but you know, particularly now with the yeah. with the the new changes, the digitalization changes, really that traditional approach isn't really a, a viable option anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and companies who have those type of internal processes, uh, they feel worried now, you know, talking to them now, they feel worried about the, the, these changes and how can they, what can they do to start um, uh, meeting the real-time reporting capability. Yeah. You know, and if we just take the, the data that we mentioned, you know, the in a traditional approach, data is, is manually downloaded, manually extracted out of uh, these ERP systems. And it's done maybe on, on a monthly basis, but you know, in order to meet real-time reporting requirements, that data acquisition needs to happen so much more uh, quickly, so much more in real time. You know, yeah. so the only way to achieve that is have have automation in place. You okay. Know? And then, like after those, uh, the data is acquired, mm -hmm. the data has to go through a, a restructuring. And so, in a tr traditional manner, uh, companies would have preparers manually restructuring the data month in month out for every mm -hmm. single return, and it's just it's inefficient, it's painful, you know? Yeah. And, and then when they get the data and they've restructured it, they have to test and check the data, looking for inaccuracies. And so they're paying these tax professionals, which are difficult to, to, to hire and, and, and uh, source, um, to do these manual checks. And it's just mm -hmm. an inefficient process, you know, when, when really those type of steps are much more akin to, to a process or to a technology type, type process, you know? In addition to the manual mm -hmm. uh, changes or um, challenges, um, those manual steps, they also introduce risk. You know, every yeah. time you've got a manual step, it introduces the risk of, of a manual error, you know? And so, um, so it's really the, the combination of, of manual 
uh, inefficiencies plus the, the exposure to risk and also then the, the, the lack of visibility around uh, insights and reporting and, and mm. analytics uh, are problems that, that traditional uh, companies face. Okay, so to stay abreast of these ch changes by tax jurisdiction and indeed stay VAT compliant, which is the key objective here, yeah. right? Um, it strikes me that the only option really for companies today is to go down the pathway of digital transformation. I mean, would you agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. there's there's really no other option at yeah. this stage, you know. Uh, so in order to um, to meet the requirements of mm. uh, and these and future requirements of the tax office, the only real way to achieve that is through through automation. You yeah. know, and so uh, many providers, some providers out there now have automated processes for data acquisition to yeah. pull in the data automatically. You know, um, on on a uh, on a real time basis, and and that's exactly what's needed mm -hmm. in order to meet these requirements. You know, um, the data comes in automatically. It gets transformed into the right structure automatically, yeah. and so when you've got different ERP systems, that level of automation is able to restructure your data in the right way. Okay. Rather than having people checking transactions and checking data, the 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 platform is able to to perform a lot more detailed checks, and yeah. so it's much more uh, suitable approach. Yeah. Um, and so really, your preparers are just focused on um, checking the the uh, the errors that that a platform mm -hmm. has thrown up rather than producing the, the check in the first place. Mm. You know, um, Platforms are obviously much um, better uh, uh, equipped to give the, the right level of analytics and insights and, mm -hmm. and graphical visualizations of what's happening within your organization. Trend analysis, uh, forecast analysis, all this sort of stuff can get built into a platform. Yeah, so that reduction of error um, must be a massive benefit for companies. Yeah, no, and, and it's it's the 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 automation associated mm. with it, removing the time out of the process, um, reducing, eliminating the risk. Really, yeah. that uh, compliance is is all about risk, you know, and is uh, is about harvesting automation to eliminate manual steps to to eliminate the risk yeah. associated with it. You know? And giving that visibility and control as well. Yeah, you know, and like you know, in a traditional model, what happens when you know, somebody's off sick, you know, yeah. the process is significantly at mm. risk. If somebody goes on holiday, the process is at risk of failing, you know, yeah. and, and clients lack that level of global control and and uh, and, and insight, you know, within a, a platform, you, you can delegate your role to somebody mm. else. And so those risks that happen eliminate and are evaporated. So yeah. it's, a, it's, 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 it's the, the, the real only way to manage the risk associated yeah. with the process. I'm sure that everything that you're saying here is striking a chord with a lot of our, our global tax directors that are listening today. Um, but I'm sure a number of them are kind of going, OK, but how do I get started? Are there any kind of key points of advice that you'd like to give on that? Yeah, ab absolutely. You know, and like the implementation of any mm -hmm. financial system, it starts off with getting the right level of support yeah. within your organization. You know, th these uh, changes uh, within your process are, are significant and we want to make sure that uh, one of the key things is to, to get a sponsor in place within your company uh, who's able to, who understands the challenges, who understands what you're looking to achieve uh, and, and is able to really champion the the project with you, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, get the right level of support, build up the, the project team. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the first things to decide upon really is the, um, do you want a solution that is that's outsourced a managed service 
or do you want uh, to uh, acquire a software as a service to bring it in-house? You yeah. know? And so to, and that, that's an important differentiation. So mm -hmm. for, for some organizations that may not have the internal capability um, or the technology, they may prefer to outsource the whole process you know, to, a, to a provider that has a technology that's able to uh, achieve the automation and they're able to produce the, the VAT returns and submit them to the tax office all as a managed service. Yeah. Other clients, um, uh, organizations, they have the internal uh, capability, but they just don't have the right tools. Okay. You know? and, and so for them, uh, a software as a service type approach is, is much better for mm -hmm. them. You know? uh, and so once you've made that important decision, then the next thing to really do is to, to work out your budget. Yeah. You know? um, like everything, it comes down to money. And, and so it's important to understand first you know what is your current cost of compliance you know and 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 really to understand that in detail mm. you know um, um, and you know uh, you have to take a pragmatic approach to mm -hmm. understand you know what is the full cost of providing the solution currently and then once you understand that then you can start to formulate a budget around it you can look at some platforms and you can start working out your return on investment associated with those platforms okay. some pro some providers will, will work with you as a as a, an organization to help you know, build that business case mm -hmm. with you and, and really help to calculate that return on investment. So, you know, the so that the numbers and the budget, the finance really kind of uh, speak for themselves, really, you know. Uh, to get started, once you've you've understood your requirements, the next step then is to um, is to um, to raise an RFQ um, and, and then issue that, that, that out to your short list of suppliers. Okay, great. Actually, we've had a lot of feedback that um, uh, clients um, are not sure of what even the best approach is in terms of how to write an RFP. So we're actually writing a, a document um, to support our clients um, alongside our tenders and That's acquisitions great, yeah. department and also our compliance teams. Because yeah. it's so. sometimes hard to know, you know, what yeah. do I what do I ask? You know, what are the questions yeah. I need to understand from the vendor? Exactly. So being able to help clients raise that level of of you know to produce that first document mm. the RFP document is, is a great help yes. yeah Good. and actually just following on from that then um, is a perfect last question for me mm -hmm. um, which is so now um, you've written your RFP and you've got your responses in how do you evaluate um, who is the right the best third party supplier to work with yeah um, and you know um, an important consideration there is getting a provider that is is a good fit for your yeah. organization you know uh, these um, it, it, it's an important decision and you need one who a provider who's able to work work with you in mm -hmm. that journey you know somebody who's flexible who's able to understand your business yeah. and to be able to implement a solution at a, a time and a place and a, a pace that, that, that suits you as an organization. Yeah. So do you want a, a big bang approach where you uh, go live with all your entities in one go? Do you want a, a phase type approach? So a, a partner who's able to, to listen and work with you is, is, is a key thing. You know, somebody who's aligned to your corporate goals, uh, very, very important. Uh, you need a partner who's progressive. Yeah. Um, one that understands not just the current requirements, but mm -hmm. um, you know has a good foresight into the future, who's able to look and see the way the industry is changing, mm -hmm. um, and to, you know, really uh, deliver you a solution that works not just for now but but for well into the, well into the future. Yeah. Um, automation is key. So mm -hmm. you know, solutions that are heavily um, uh, automated is, is significant. You know, being able to access your data automatically, formulate mm -hmm. your data, structure, test it, deliver it to the tax office automatically, very very important. Um, 
some uh, providers that have significant levels of, of checks and data um, uh, variance checks built in are, are you know are um, are ones you should take note of you know yeah. because because ultimately data and data quality is significant and the the more clean your data is the, mm. the higher the quality of your data the, the more accurate your VAT return is and yeah. and that's you know a significant goal what two last things uh, analytics is, is hugely important mm -hmm. so you know really you want to move away from the job of worrying about getting the VAT returns done and really to go to a much deeper level you want to be able to understand trends and analysis and um, uh, and it's that level of variance analysis that exists between returns that you want to be able to really understand you know so uh, providers that have uh, AI and machine learning capability mm -hmm. built in predictive analytics built in it's these type of things that you're really looking for in the future proofed provider you know the last thing I'd, I'd say when you're looking is uh, a provider that's got payments built in sure. pa payments is, is massive you know um, I always think that you know when you're producing a VAT return it's not the job is not done by sending the, the return to the tax office. Mm -hmm. you know, the job is to send a return to the tax office and also make payment where, where payment is, is due. So so having a, a payments facility built in is, is inherently important. Yeah, real time and in local currency. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I'd imagine. You know, and it's just achieving that full end-to-end -end yeah. solution is, is really what clients should yeah. look out for, yeah. Okay, great. Eamon, thank you so much um, for sharing all of your um, insights. I think any tax specialist who's watching in um, today would really find that invaluable. Um, I'd like to also say thank you to everyone who's either watching or listening on podcasts. Um, thanks for your time and attention. And we'll see you at the next TBI Expert View. Thank you for listening to the TBI Expert View. As always, if you enjoyed the conversation, please share and subscribe to get notified when new episodes will be released. Bye for now.